Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We continue in Simon Kufnun Aleph, Sif Kotin Lamid Vav, which is Shaykh to Sif Yur Aleph, Sif Kotin Lamid Vav. And we're going to just read from the beginning of that sentence where we're discussing that a base Knesses, Afilu Bichur Bonoi, Litash Mishmaguna, is forbidden. A base medrash, base knesses, even if it was destroyed, it cannot be used for tashim meguna. For example, gun zriyo with cheshbonis planting and calculations. Shorabim loyimahani loyimahani tano. A tnai does not help. Make a condition over there does not permit one or more in the bati knesses. Our bati knesses shebaret israel or mahani yishum tnai. So says the Mishra Sifkat Lamid Vav Zri Vikhishbain Shalrabim. Khajbaina Shalrabim he says here the Ashram Hilsa it's when the person is making these um public public uh, calculations. Ashvara Milsva it's he's publicizing it. It's Vyajbazem Shum Kalus Resh Bios it's it's a public declaration of lightheaded behavior. It sounds like from the Prima Godim that making calculations for an individual is permissible. Tanai will help, condition will help. That when you build the base of Midrash originally, that you're not building it for after the fact that, that if it wouldn't get destroyed, that you would be permitted to make these private calculations in that place. So Rabbeinu Yerucham, one of the Rishonim, learns the opposite. He learns that this that it says Cheshbon Shalrabim is forbidden. You cannot make these public expressions of calculations, Cheshbonis, for the Rabbim. The Rabbim is also even more so for an individual's also. That's how the Rabbeinu Yerucham learns it. Then we said that Shabachutz la'aretz she'en kedushasun elamis sharei kishiyava egoil b'meher b'yamena tifka kedushasun. He says that the reason why in the chutz la'aretz the permissibility, if you made a tanaya condition, is less is it's less severe, and you can do certain acts that are not disgraceful in that destroyed location. Now he says something here which is very interesting. And he says, the Mishra says, The Mashiach comes. The Kedusha of the Batikinesiyas will cease to exist that are outside of Eretz Yisrael. As opposed to the Batikinesiyas that are in Eretz Yisrael, the Kedusha will still remain. Now, I don't really understand what the Mishra is saying over here because at the end of Mar Megillah, at the end of the Gemara Megillah is discussions about about um, so we were saying before I pause the recording for a second we were saying that that uh, at the end of Gemara Megillah it talks about how Chazal bring down that uh, if you put mezuzahs in certain houses and and, and, and uh, shuls that they will go to Eretz Israel. so right, you're familiar with that also right mm-hmm. oh, yeah. so Houses that have mezuzahs and batiknesses that have mezuzahs that have that have in chutzlarets, you know. So I, obviously the Mishru knows knew that those mamari chazal, right? It was one second. So he knew those mamari chazal. So I don't know what this is referring to, 
that the kedusha will end, and therefore that's the explanation why the tanai will um, will make it that you can do things in those places. Siv shum tanai tanai will not help in Eretz Yisrael. According to the as long as there's no kalas roish, lighthead behavior uh, with the, in those locations. Okay, now let's finish here Simon Yud Beis. Let's begin Simon Yud Beis and finish Simon Kufnan Aleph rather. And it's going to end with a powerful Taz, which I'm going to actually read the words, that's what I'm about to Shulchan here, of the Taz itself. The Mechaber tells us, Yesh li zoyer, be careful, milishtamish ba'aliyo shalgami beisakneses, be careful, from using the upper floor, algami beisakneses, on top of the beisakneses, on top of the shul. Tashmish kavua shalgani, don't use in that location, in Tashmish Kavua, don't use that location to be a regular usage place to do things, in the level, the attic, if you will, above the shul, if it's not a respectful type of behavior. Other types of Tashmishim purposes, usages in that location, meaning the, in the room, the floor above the shul, if you're not doing something which is a genai, a disgraceful type of behavior, above a shul, then perhaps it's permissible. All of this is specifically is dafka basic nesis kavua, a basic nesis which is kavua, which is set, which was originally originally intended to be built for this purpose. But a room which was designated after it was already built, the basic nessus for a shul, then then you're allowed to sleep above the floor above that shul. So, if what, sorry? So, so I'm explaining. Um, so if the the shul was built with intention to be a shul for mm-hmm. everyday purpose, mm-hmm. and then a person has to be very careful not to sleep above that shul, and that shul should not be uh, used for a place that's not a proper, uh, respectful tashmish. Tashmish means usage. And in regards to if it's not kavua, if it's not a set place, in other words, they they um, have the shul there, and then afterwards they decide, you know, let's once in a while stay there, to sleep there. So if it's not a tashmish which is a usage which is not lack of respect, then perhaps you can um, use that. Maybe it's not going to be such a big, big problem. Siv Kotelamid Tes Tash Mishkavua Miloshin Zem Mashma De Lishkov Shom Bederich Mikra Zmutter. So you see, to sleep there, says the Mishnahura on a once in a while basis, it's not a problem. The Bederich Mikra Loy Mikra Shiva Tash Shalgenai. Once in a while, sleeping up there once in a while. Is not called a shiva, a sleeping of a disgraceful type of behavior. Okay. Yeshi's topic. In other words, we're not sure if it's if it says the Mishnah explaining the Mechaber where 
he says, Ushar Tashmishim Yeshes Tabak Imutal Ishtamisham, if you could use it for other things. And the shadow is like this. Do we compare that room to, let's say, the Azara, a, a, a separate uh, area in the shul, but it's not Kaddish, like, like you just asked. I came in the base haknesis or base hamedish nikra mokum mikdash ma'at, but since maybe, since the base haknesis and the base hamedish is referred to as a mikdash ma'at, a small miniature sanctuary, of Kedusha, Yeshla de Moisel, Alias, Heichol, de Kaimolon, this Kashi, Kedusha's Heichol. Maybe it does have Kedusha's Heichol. Well, if he might have caused a Bishavit Shubishim, the Shubis Pedir Hador, Yeshla Hokil, we could be leaning, Chutzmi, Wakam Shal Gabe, Heichol, except the place which is above the Heichol. So, in other words, this, just as long as there's nothing being done on the floor above, which is right below, is the Arun Kodesh, then there's room to be lenient. Okay? That specific location, you have to be careful not to use that place for anything. Okay? Now, I have a bayi but a room which is designated for a purpose to use there, near the Koshakane in Bishosh and Nivne Basic Nessus, and Sifkod Mem Aleph, at the time when you built a basic Nessus. Nivne Base Diro, Lemailo Mimenu, the Shari Ladusham. You you had a base dira, even the base dira. You built a uh, a room, is is a room to live in, room to live in, like a dira. You know, in the they call apartments diras. Dira, dira. Uh, my son's now in the process of getting a different dira. Okay, <laughs> with, the, with his his, uh, his bachim chaveim over there. Okay, so lemaylam menu the shayladish and he could he could live over there. The zev bevade lohukdash klal lemayla above there. Where it's a separate room which is not near the Aron Kodesh is not a problem. To use on the attic floor, on the next level above, a Tashish Maguna, a disgraceful type of usage, is definitely forbidden. Dirty things and the like. Near it, the Bechol Gavni also, in all those situations, you cannot use the floor above with. Disgraceful things of, of schmutz and dirt when below the floor below is a, is a shul or base medrash. Don't make a shul. Because if the floor above has such a disgraceful disgraceful type of usage, that's a taz. Let me finish, please. One second. That's a taz. Now, he says, look over there, that the Taz writes that he was punished tremendously because he actually transgressed this. Now, I, that's why I took out the Shulchan Aruch, and I want to read to you the words of the Taz in the Shulchan Aruch, which are very tragic words. After he discusses these halachas in Simon Kuftun Aleph, he says, "Vani bialdusi." When I was younger, Hayisi dar bekilas kodesh Krakow. I lived in the shul in Krakow. In Basi, with my family, the base midrashi, in my base medrash, shehayu lemaila min base haknesses, which was above the shul. Exactly, what we're talking about. 
v'ne'enashti harbei, and I was punished a lot, misas banai. With the death of my children. And I said that the death of my children happened because of this Avera. He didn't give the proper covet to that location above the shul. Now, it's interesting how the Mishnah Rura tells us, Ayin Sham that he was punished a lot because of this. That's why I wanted to make sure we get this in right now. Now, I will tell you, he did have other children. My father-in-law says that he has a Messiah, that he is a descendant of the Taz. Could be from his daughter, maybe. I don't know. You know but but uh, he had children who survived him. But nonetheless, he, he lost children. So this is a... To say is as serious and severe is, is, is putting it mildly. This that they have in certain cities that they sell, rather they rent out the shuls for certain times. In, in, in the in the lower floors and above them is the shul. He's saying it sounds like the original B&B. What's it called? Airbnb? Yeah. Right? So, saying so this is that they would rent out those places that below were the rooms and above was a shul. And then you have the children running around with the dirty diapers and things like this. He says it could be the leniency is that it's only for a certain time period. It's a small time period. It's not bikfi. It's not a regular situation. I'll take question one second. Lishkovalov. So the Ramah concludes over here that our bias sheyichdu la'achas shenivne, a room which was designated la'achas shenivne, the basic is after the shul was already built, mutter lishka v'olav, you're allowed to sleep on top of it. The shul was already built. They designate the house afterwards, the room afterwards. Mikomakon shemen nafshi yichak mehem, even though it's permissible, one who has, cares about his nefesh, he should distance himself from any practice. Of this, especially if the the place where where you're going to use the room is above the Arun Kaidish. And he concludes over here in the Dirshu note, the and the severity of this topic, the Knesset Doyle writes, Shira, he saw, Shakol me Shishtamish Baaliyo, Shal Gabi Beis Hamedrish, whoever used the floor above the shul, the Beis Medrash, he was not successful in life. There are those that lost their finances. There are those that died. And there are those that were not able to to build. It could be means to build a family, means to build physically. So you see the severity of such a, such a situation. Okay, we now it will begin. Simen Kufnun Beis. We begin now with Simukuf Numbeish, Lalistar, Shum Basic Nessas, not to destroy any shul. Ain Soisrin Base Hakneses, Kide Livnois Base Hakneses Acher. Shema Yerulahem Oynes, Shlayivnu Acher, El Boynim Acher Tchilo, Vacherkach, Soisrim Hayosha. You cannot destroy an existing base Hakneses, base Hamedrish, 
until you first build the next one. Why? What's the reason for that? Because it could be that the plans to build the second one will not come to fruition. You knock down the first one and you're left with nothing. You're left with nothing. Now, there are times when this scenario is not really applicable. Why? Because the place, the location where you're building the new one is in the same location where the old one exists. And for what they tell me, I wasn't here when the, this, before this building was built, for what they tell me, that this, this shul is on the location of where the previous shul was. It was a house. It was just a house, which, which is very common. You buy a house, you take it over, do some minor reservations or major renovations, and Baruch Hashem, as time goes, the shuls grow. And then you realize, listen, it's, uh, you know, it's enough of the renovations of the small house or the large house, it's time to knock it down and on the same location and build a large shul, which is what they did actually over here. Even if you want to just take down one wall and to widen the shul, Nami, the same halacha. Okay, let's see what the Mishra means over here in Sivkotin Aleph. We should not take down one shul until you have another shul. For who had done so to base a medrash? So it applies to basic nesses. Same halacha to base a medrash. Um, bein shall yochud, bein shall rabim. Whether it's an individual shul or a public shul, he they live noise for tzolaima. Let me buy not only a case im ein daito live noise. If your intention is not to build it, acharkach klal the aser. It's no question, says the mishnura, that if your intention is not to build it afterwards at all, of course it's aser. Even if you destroy it with the intention to build a different one in its place, or in a different location, it is also. Even if you want to rebuild it, making it more beautiful, still, do not destroy it unless you can rebuild it in a different location first. Now, once again, if that is the only, that's the place, like we said, so we're talking about a different situation. Okay. Beis HaKnesis Acher. Vuhadin Sotu, La'asoy Esmimenu Beis HaMedrash. Nami Aser, Sotu, to make a Beis HaMedrash, also Aser. Afapi Shekidushosa Gedoyle Yoyse, even though the Kedusha is is greater. Same In other words, you can't knock down the base Knesses in order to build a base Medrash and you're going Mylan Bekaidish, you're going higher level Kedusha. Also, you don't want to do that until you have another shul available. That's the reason why it concludes you have to make sure you have the other shul available first. So too, even if the basic nesses is only rented to them for a certain time period. And their intention is to to uh, rent it out. And you want to rent out a different location. So you cannot stop the rent, the payment of the rent in the first place unless you know you have a place to go to in place B. Right? Sometimes people, it's, it's like a business question here. Should should we assume we'll get a different location? 
and therefore stop paying the rent in the first place, and you know, do uh, you want to do a mitzvah? Hashem's gonna give you uh, the rots and you'll do it. No, that's not what you say. Don't stop paying the rent in the first place until you know for sure you have a place to in in the second location to have a shul. That's exactly what we're saying over here. And this is this is like halacha lemaisi. He's telling us these things come up. Okay. Sifkatin Dalid says the Mechaber, maybe something's going to happen, and in the second location you won't have you won't have a you won't have uh, the building to, to go into. Even if all the money's been collected and the Gabai has all the money. You got all the material from Lowe's. You, all, this, all the building material you have already. You know why? It says the Gemara. Because what happens if you have a case of Pidyan Shvuyim? You have a Yid that's taken captive, like you have right now in, in Russia, right? There's a, there's a Yid in Russia right now. Why they keep on going there? That's a different question. Okay, I don't get it. Okay? No, this one's in Russia. Right? Right? And whatever it is. You know, the bottom line is if you have a case of Pinin Shvuyim and you have all the money collected to build the shul, you can't use the money for the shul. You have to go get that yid out. I to get him out of out of, out of uh, jail, wherever he's taken captive. So that's why that's an example of an onion that the Gemara gives that what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to Make sure you have a second place built for davening. It's already there. And then you can stop. In the first place, we will stop here with Sif Cotton Hay.